Hello and welcome to another episode of Travel Notes, a show where we use music as our medium to explore other cultures and how we are all connected. I'm your host, Grace McNally, and it's my great pleasure to be sitting down with my dear friend, percussionist, composer, and teacher, Gino Castillo, to talk about Cuban music, specifically Afro-Cuban music. Gino and his group, the Cuban Cowboys, perform locally and internationally. And at the end of the show, we'll talk about some of Gino's upcoming performances and all that good stuff. But for now, it's time to hop in our Ford Model T and hit the streets of Havana. I kind of just thought we'd dive in. I'd let you take the lead because my limited knowledge on this actual like style of music, I know some about it, but not a lot. I don't want to put it in a box. Mm -hmm. So uh, just to get us started, what is Afro-Cuban music? Well, basically most of Cuban music is Afro-Cuban music because it's a mix Mm-hmm. of the African music that came to Cuba with the Spaniard music. So it's basically everything. It's Afro-Cuban. You know, in Cuba, we don't think and it's like Afro-Cuban or is not Afro-Cuban. It's like Cuban music. Yeah, it's just... If it's Cuban, it's Cuban. And have several um, variations and mm-hmm. subgenres mm-hmm. of the Cuban music, but still just Cuban music. So we have the difference between... Uh, the most uh, traditional older music starting with the danzon or that kind of music mm-hmm. that was more European coming to Cuba mm-hmm. but um, then became something else you know like coming to the song the traditional Cuban song that is the mm-hmm. beginning of the salsa music that's the Cuban song um, that's what people know now is a salsa is a big discussion up there. It's like salsa is this and that. Salsa is Cuban music that was brought to New York in the 70s, and they were playing salsa uh, Cuban music. Yeah. Um, in New York. In New York. And then it, w- it was this meeting that I actually met a trombone player who was in the meeting that um, they were trying to, because they had a, a group of people. There was a record label, the Fanny All Stars. Yes. So they had the record label, and... Um, the the owner was a Jew guy, Jerry Masucci. Yeah. Uh, so sh- he wasn't Latino, but he was the owner of the label, a really good businessman. And the director of the band was Johnny Pacheco as a flute player. He was playing Cuban music, but he was Dominican. And the part of the band, they have musicians from all over the Latin America, you know, like uh-huh. mostly Cubans, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Jew people playing there. I think it was a Panamanian guy, of course. Huh. Um, so it was a bunch of people from different nationalities that were yeah. playing Cuban music. Tito Puente was there. He was a New Yorican. Um, and Celia Cruz, Cuban. Uh-huh. So a, a bunch of people from all nationalities. So they were trying to find a name for the project they were doing all together because that was the funny All Stars where they were a bunch of great artists uh, playing together. And um, one of the guys in the meeting said, well, you know, what we have the, here is a salsa. 
of nationalities. He was. They were talking about that. Oh, I love that. It's a sauce. Yeah. Of nationality. That's how you do a sauce. You put a little bit this, cilantro, tomatoes, this, this, onions, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And the flavor is there. <laughs> so the music, they were playing Cuban music, but they were playing in a salsa of nationalities. Back to what I was saying. This. So we have this subgenres like son is one mm-hmm. that is a mix between the Spanish music with the guitar mm-hmm. and um, with the percussion and way to sing the African music, but also with the Spaniard music. And uh, then is when uh, the tres was born, this Cuban instrument that is like a guitar, but have three different pairs of strings uh-huh. and they have this particular metal sound Yeah, that is sound. doing the, it, it was the, the beginning of what the piano is doing now in salsa. Dun-ka, dun-ka, yeah. Dun-ka. The Cuban tumbao on uh-huh. the tres It was born in the tres, and then the piano took that over. But that was born in uh, Santiago de Cuba. Um, mm. A city that is in Cuba, but maybe in the mountains? Is that in the mountains? Yes, yeah. it's in the mountains. Uh, so it's so far from Havana, that, but it came to Havana too. So that's one side. I'm just going to be brief, not like yeah, really yeah, deep yeah, into, the, to... into genres, but we Definitely. have, so that side of this traditional song, mm-hmm. and then we have the... Um, Rumba style, yeah, that is percussive, but is just for party. It's like faster and, kind of dance music. Uh, well, the rumba is more; it's a different way to play. It's just percussion, mm-hmm. okay, and vocals and dancers. Cool. Is only that rumba doesn't have instrument musical instruments. Uh-huh. Harmony, the harmonies are in the voices. That's so cool. it's only and and I will give you some music so you can play. Yes. Um. Yes. Um. Because. Nice. Rumba is a different different way to play, uh, have a different approach. And there is where the, all this clave thing is coming, the difference between the Cuban, the, the rumba clave and the song clave. It's like another world. Mm-hmm. But then we have the religious music. Mm-hmm. And that's what people usually call Afro-Cuban yeah. to the Cuban music, but still African and Cuban. Uh-huh. Rumba is still African and Cuban. Right. And son is still African influence and Cuban influence. Well, the Spaniard. Uh-huh. Um, but Afro-Cuban music, uh, what is known as religious music, that is super important for the, uh, for the community mm-hmm. because it's a big, com- big religious community that is coming from Africa. Mm-hmm. And we have there the, from the city of Oyo in Africa, it's being brought the drums from the god Shango and is used to celebrate all the gods from the Yoruba religion. So it's like sacred ceremonies with a bunch of party <laughs> playing drums and singing for God. It sounds like fun, honestly. So that is, oh, it's super fun. <laughs> Sign me up. So it's in the city called? No, that is in the whole, in the whole country. Oh, throughout the country. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the Tres was born in uh, Oriente, in Cuba, in Santiago de Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, closer to Guantanamo, actually. Uh, mm. It's a place called La Loma del Chivo. It's a little hill over there where they used to get together and sing all the day. Still doing it, um, and they play this changui is the song, the music genre that came. That is the father of this song. Changui okay. came first, and then developed into song. And then Santiago de Cuba, and then in Havana, it started to be a different kind of song. But changui is from Santiago. So it sounds like it came from a, a spiritual 
origin like this no this no. the changui no that's no. Oh, mainly that no the, what i'm saying is the the yoruba music mm-hmm. which is called afro-cuban mm-hmm. um that is what is coming strictly from a spiritual way and it's mm-hmm. still in the same way it is used sometimes to be part of the different like in jazz has been very well um used for mm-hmm. the band irakere mm-hmm. and um and then uh, but it's and in some of the dancing music it's being used to uh but it's still that music is still uh being for religious purposes this first song we're going to listen to is juana 1600 written by paquito de rivera and performed by iraquete live in amsterdam <laughs>
role does this in like modern day Cuba if we were to go like would the kind of spiritual music have in modern day it is it is uh part of big part of a i will say the majority of the cuban people mm-hmm. um because it's a different approach to a spirituality mm-hmm. so it's full of joy and singing and chant and party mm-hmm. with god that's kind of the approach yeah so and you have to do ceremonies like all the time mm-hmm. to celebrate god or the different gods that we have so have different days so you need to make a party for them yeah because they will enjoy having that party with you and you're worship them with those celebrations and big food and it's a party I it's love a party that. it's drinking it's party it's food several dancing food and dancing a lot everything for them it's <sighs> all about the gods on that ceremony. I feel like we're missing this in American culture. Like, well, we I feel that that the the like uh, the gospel has a lot of that. So true. It's a you know I feel spirit. when I see the gospel church celebrating and singing and dancing and all that joy that they are bringing over there, I feel like that is the the it's an inheritance or of totally that, that African world or African side. Um, because I can feel that joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a different approach because the history was different there than here. Uh huh. So in America, you mean? Well, history, yes, history? yes, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And uh, that's that's what I think. It is just a different approach. Uh, but I feel the same when I see my friends. I was just watching the other day that uh, Ranky Tanky went to play in a festival. Mm-hmm. And that was before their set, and they were supposed to go somewhere else. And it was like a gospel group playing before them, and they were in the green room dancing and jumping. And Charlton <laughs> shared that, and I felt that joy, like I say, yes, yeah, that's how it's about. It's and infectious. It's, like, it's yeah. about that. Totally. Um, they didn't went to where they were supposed to go. They were just dancing and singing <laughs> in the green room, waiting for the other band that were playing the gospel music. So. It's totally, like, it totally is infectious music, and it, like, lifts your spirits, and it's it's almost like you can't escape. Like, if it's near you, you just want to dance. You yeah. want to sing. You want to clap your hands. And, like, you know, I feel like it doesn't matter if you are uh, from any different denomination. Totally. Or, uh, well, that's a personal perception that I have, and my religion have that, that we don't critique anybody for being from any different religion than mm-hmm. ours. I feel like everybody can respect and enjoy that celebration for life. Uh-huh. You know, it's like for God and all what we have. We're going to take a quick pause on the interview to listen to some more music. It's hard to talk about Cuban music and not bring up the Buena Vista Social Club album that was iconic across the world. And the second artist we're going to listen to is Ibrahim Ferrer. He was a singer in the uh, Buena Vista Social Club. Um, however, he had a whole career before that project. Um, it was actually much later in his life. And although he sang a lot of up-tempo songs, he really loved to sing boleros and slower, more romantic ones. Um, this song I'm going to play for you is off of his album, The Buenos Hermanos. And it's ca- entitled Buenos Hermanos. It's a title track. It's... Uh, really fun. I hope you like it. Buenos hermanos, 
what parallels do you see do you if any like from with Afro-Cuban music and other parts of the world and other styles or traditions of music do you hear like has it popped up in unusual place like or not unusual but like a place maybe you'd least expect it you know what I mean uh well you know African music the thing is uh in the African culture Mm -hmm. um drums to worship and singing it's been part of the tradition uh so every country that has slaves at some point in their lives mm-hmm. will have that because african music is the most influential music in the modern world totally. you know we don't count the classical music that has their own roots and spirits and now it has influence from the africans too mm-hmm. but at a certain point, it was just that. But for the modern world, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking about the music that came up after all the slavery came to America, um, it's been influenced like a big time totally. for the African music. It has different approach like Brazilian music. They are their own world because it was a mix between the Portuguese music the native music from Brazil, from the indigenous people, Mm -hmm. and this huge influence from the Africans in Brazil. Just Brazil have tons of worlds of different music Mm -hmm. because the influence, but the main influence was African. African. So it is more than natural to hear that. Mm -hmm. And if you keep moving, you go to Peru, you just cross the border mm-hmm. and it's in Peru the Afro-Peruvian music it's totally different but it's the same Uh huh. because the influence they had from Africans is huge would you say what are some what's the how's it the same or it's the same because they have that power that the African music brings the mm-hmm. drums that is the being drum. adapted over there sure uh, so yeah it's the percussion you play the cajon the Peruvian cajon is a box Mm. But you have a very rich, very rich music over there that is beautiful. And you keep going a little bit down and you go to Uruguay and you have the candombe. That is not the same the candomblé from Brazil. Because candomblé in Brazil, it's a religion mm-hmm. and has the music inside. Mm-hmm. The candombe in uh, Uruguay is the music from black people in Uruguay. You wouldn't think that Uruguay had black people. It's black people everywhere in the world. Cool. So they have yeah. their own their own culture that is called candombe. Mm. And has their same, but not the same. Is you it feel ha- that, yeah. that is, it's African, uh-huh. but have that uh, Uruguayan uh, approach to the music. Does it have a r- spiritual or like religious role or... Part two or no, like similar to Candomblé or no? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Hmm. You know, I'm yeah. not that deep into the the Candombe music. I know I've never heard it before. I can ask that because I have a very good friend that lives in yeah. New York that he is a master in Candombe. Cool. He's from Uruguay, so I can ask him and we can play some of that music if you want. That would be really cool. I've l- literally never heard of it until now, and it sounds like it's a really strong musical tradition. Yeah, and in similar, it is, it yeah, is, it is, it is huge. It's cool, and they play this, this like a congas, but are uh-huh. a lot bigger. Oh, and so they like play, lower, kind of like a yes, thing. and they actually have that that uh, 
they play one of those like in an African way with a hand and with a stick. Oh, cool. Yeah, it is It is amazing music. So if we could keep yeah, going, yeah, yeah. it's Calm. Colombia have a huge <laughs> tradition of Afro-Colombian music. And then you go to Ecuador and Ecuador have a huge tradition in a small town called Esmeraldas, the Afro-Ecuadorian music. So cool. every country, I haven't met anybody or the music in Chile, for example. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but for sure it is. And mm -hmm. Argentina has something too. Yeah. But if you can keep going up, you have a Venezuela. Yeah. Venezuela have a huge mix between all this, this uh, Venezuelan from the mountains, Llaneros, um, that is indigenous people with the Africans in Brazil and they have their own world but it's still you still feel that yeah. African influence in the music that is yeah. unbelievably big totally and then That's we can strong. keep going in Central America you know it's Venezuela Panama it's like huge in um, the coast of Nicaragua like the the east coast I know there was um, and the name escapes me now of the people there's a name for like the group of people but it's Afro yeah Caribbean yeah, of course population. because they are right there yeah. there's no way that it couldn't be in that way yeah. you know and and we can keep going up and then we go to United States uh-huh and then is in one side you have New Orleans sure that it, it has a huge tradition if you hear the rhythms of the of the music in the New Orleans in the second line and we can put together with the Bayon from Brazil I was gonna say Brazil all the way like it's got, they yeah. just match Yeah. And it's not the same, but it is the same. You know what I mean? Is you know, it's the same route. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the people who came to uh, Bahia, it's, the, no, it's not the same, but from the same place that they brought people from Bahia, Could they be. brought people to New Orleans. Uh -huh. And there is where Agola. it's coming from. And the Gola Geechee music Agola is Geechee. This, have the same route. It's not the same. That's something that Quentin Baxter will say. It's mm. not the same. <laughs> We are similar, but it is true. It's a, two, it's a different culture. Uh -huh. Just in the United States, you know, you go from New Orleans to Charleston and you find a different culture that is based on the same African heritage. Yeah. But it has a different approach. So two different cultures just in the U.S. And then just you go to New York and you have a different approach. I was telling my grandmother today, I was driving in the car with her. We were going to a Catholic church with my grandma. Um, and um, we were going to the Charleston Cathedral. I want to show here the Charleston oh, yeah. Cathedral. And uh, I just played some rumba music. And I was on the highway just singing. And uh, I told my grandma, like, because I felt that, oh, my God, music is so healing. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> that is what it is. And, just... and, and she said, my grandma is 87 years old. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah. It's medicine. That's the only thing that keeps me sane. Awesome. Like one of the best conversations. I love, we've covered a lot of ground. Oh my God. I think we covered too much. I think we covered all. <laughs> I think we walked all the way from North America to the tip of South America and back. And yeah, thanks. This was, I mean, we learned a lot about Cuban music and just some in the background with Afro-Cuban you know, roots, spirituality, the community, its role in pop culture, its journey to America. Well, thanks, Gina, for joining. Oh, thank you so much, Grace. You know, it's like always a pleasure to just be talking to you. I know. That's how I feel. This was a treat. 
All right, guys, well, we saved the best for last. These final two songs are originals by Gino Castillo. The first is the Cha-Cha Charleston. It is featuring 45 local musicians here in Charleston singing together this original composition that Gino wrote, and it is actually an amazing video. You've got to check it out on YouTube. And then the second one is an original composition called Que Bola, and that is another really fun video um, also on YouTube. So I hope you enjoy.
thanks again, guys, for joining, for listening. Um, This episode is really fun to make. I hope you are inspired to listen to some more of this music. Check out some of these artists we've talked about. Um, Maybe buy a ticket to Cuba. That would be awesome. Um, I'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback or you have a recommendation for a future episode, any questions, any musical recommendations. Um, Would love to hear from you. You can reach me at travelnotespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for your support through listening, through following, and don't get too comfy because our next trip is just around the corner.